This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. So that would be 9-23-23 if you're writing a check or something like that. I write one check a month. But, yeah, that's my personal problem, not yours, right? Welcome into Talking Sports. Along with producer, co-host, Brandon Podgorski, I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you have a question, comment, opinion, rant, etc., do so. Uh, fill in the show by our Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. 46862, put TS in the front of your message, if you would, please. Uh, were you at a high school football game last night? Did you see something you liked? Did you see something you didn't? Because we're going to be talking high school football uh, for the immediate future here. Because on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is one Mr. Justin Kenny from the Caleb and Kenny Morning Show, high school football coaches show. He's with OPS. He's with OutsideTheHuddle.net. Uh, anything else you're doing, Justin? Uh, trying to raise two rambunctious boys as well, which is probably the biggest job of them all. Uh-huh. Tell us about <laughs> lantern. Is it lantern bees? or uh, The the lantern flies. Lantern flies. Lantern flies, yeah, which my son Noah has... Uh, has declared a one-person war on. They're an invasive species from, like, like Southeast Asia, and they're in Pennsylvania and Indiana randomly. And uh, you're supposed to call the DNR and kill them when you see them. And Noah, at 13 years old, has decided that he's going to be a, a one-man army to try to eradicate the spotted lanternflies from Huntington, Indiana. Noah has taken up the crusade. I love it. I love it. Well, um I'll be like uh, one of those Facebook following. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Week six of the high school football season uh, is in the record books now. And uh, last night, I guess maybe just a, a couple of surprises. But um, did we see Snyder taking their first loss? I didn't see that happening, particularly with how Homestead looked down the stretch against Bishop DeWanger. But Homestead is probably the most confusing team in the entire area because they can battle Carmel really close, mm -hmm. and then they get destroyed by Noblesville, and then they beat up on Wayne, and then they blow a 14-point lead to DeWanger last week. And then you're thinking, okay, after what Snyder did in beating Carroll, you think we, we know what's going to happen. And Homestead's able to win in overtime last night, 23-20, to 20, on a Brett Fox uh, rush to uh, to win that game. So I don't even know if Coach Chad Zolman knows from week to week what to expect out of this team because every week it seems like a different squad. And you look at now next week with rivalry week and Homestead going to Carroll and could Homestead win that game? Yes. Could Homestead lose by 25? Yes. We just really don't know what we're going to get each Friday night from the Spartans. And, of course, young quarterback Michael White uh, played last night after getting banged up uh, in the Bishop Dwinger game and had to come out of the game. And um, 
So he was back last night, and and I, I there again. I just wonder if this is going to emerge as one of those special quarterbacks and those special student athletes that uh, that can put a team on his back. He's been tremendous, and even from the jump and really showcasing what he could do as a sophomore in week one at Carmel, and it's not been a dynamic uh, trip for him through the first six weeks, but he's incrementally gotten better and better, and he's taken a lot of hits, and he's come back, even left the game for a short time last night with an injury, so he's, he's just one of those gamers that's going to fight through whatever and whenever, and when you have a, a player like that then the, that a team can rally behind and you throw Brett Fox in there too as a running back offensively, it can do uh, a, a tremendous amount of good. But I think the, uh, the, the MVP for this game last night goes to, to that defensive front for Homestead. They were able to really bottle up Uriah Buchanan for the better part of the game. And, he, yes, he went over 100 yards, but it took 20-plus carries to do so and really limited that passing game too to no real dynamic plays. So we look at, at maybe the MVPs of this game, I think you have to look at that defensive front for Homestead and what it was able to do against the team that we thought going into last night was the best team in the SAC. But, guys, it could be a year this year in the sack where that changes weekly in terms of who we're talking about because now we're openly questioning going, Man, who is the best team? <laughs> In the SAC. Well, we have a four-way tie for first in the A division or the big division uh, with Snyder, Carol Dwenger, and Olmstead all at three and one. Now, if you go through and dissect who's beaten who, you know, who gave each team their one loss, uh, that that will shuffle out as well. But uh, And then over in the B division, you've got Bishop Lewers just uh, winning every single week now. 4-0 in conference play, 4-2 overall with that big win over the Northside Legends, 30-28. to Yeah, that was a wild game on the field, off the field. It just had a little bit of everything over at Chambers Field last night. Mickey Daring with a big game, uh, particularly defensively. Uh, Damian Jackson was just an absolute force defensively as well. You had turnovers, you had fumbles, you had kickoff returns, dueling kickoff returns for touchdowns to start the game. Bishop Lewis does it first. Northside does it next. Uh, Bronte Johnson thrown out of the game for unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. And in the end, when the smoke cleared, you had a Bishop Lewis team that is now 4-0 in the SAC. They have Dwenger, Southside, and Homestead left. And of the teams that wake up this morning with a shot in the SAC for a championship in the victory bell, Bishop Lures is the only one now that controls its own destiny, the lone undefeated team in the SAC as we wake up this morning. And who saw that coming uh, in week three when we started conference play? Exactly. And then you look at Lures' schedule with those three teams, all three teams winners last night. How about that? And how about Southside, guys? Yes. Ending a 22-game losing streak. Uh, congratulations to Andre Goodwell in dominant fashion last night over the Concordia Cadets. And it is very hard to win football games, and we all know that, and especially when things are down and everybody wants to kick you when you're down and nobody wants to play for you because you've lost 22 straight games and your parents are upset and they want to transfer their kids and all that stuff. All the noise around a program that's not winning and any win you can get is tremendous, and it's a tremendous boost. And 
Coach Goodwell and that team was able to get it last night. Congratulations to the Archers. Yes, uh, Cody Jenkins had a couple of touchdowns, a seven-yarder and an 80-yarder from Kendrick Alexander. Uh, Desrick Wheeler, a couple of field goals and an extra point in that one, 35-6 Southside over Concordia. And Bishop Dwenger gets a 42-14 victory over the Northrop Bruins. Ethan Sprunger to Carter Minnix, not once, not twice, but three times. Uh, yardage totals were 37, 68, and 53 yards uh, for him. And um, Mr. Tipman scored a, t- a couple of rushing touchdowns for the Saints as they moved their uh, A-division record to 3-1, three and 3-3 three and three overall after those first two weeks of, of taking on some of the best of the best. And Bishop Wagner is one of those teams, guys, that when we look now in the sectional, and it's getting closer now, four weeks from now, we'll start sectional play. And we talk about New Haven, and we'll talk about them in a second, I'm sure. You look at Leo, East Noble in there. But don't overlook Bishop Wagner because of their physicality and the way they win football games can be frustrating for opponents, especially teams like the top teams in the NEA. So when you look at Bishop Dwenger and they get Bishop Lures at Lures Field next week, then they host Snyder, and then they get Concordia, we'll see if this team can continue to march in the right direction. But after back-to-back wins over Homestead and, and, and Northrop, you feel a heck of a lot better with where Bishop Dwenger is, uh, even with that loss to Carroll, their only loss in the SAC, which a game which was close for three quarters. So... After everybody wanted to pile on Bishop DeWanger after the back-to-back losses to start the season in Brownsburg and Moeller, a fair amount of those critics have uh, have quieted after the last <laughs> month of football for the Saints. Indeed they have. Yeah, let's move over to the Northeast 8 Conference now and the game of the night, game of the year, game of the century <laughs> happened at New Haven with the New Haven Bulldogs uh, taking on the Columbia City Eagles, a couple of teams uh, unblemished in their records thus far and new haven comes away with a 21-7 victory over the eagles and um, puts them firmly in the driver's seat in the nea it was a game that that lived up to the height this was a one score game through most of it until the final about minute or so and trey bates broke a 60-yard touchdown to really put it away but this was the story of new haven's discipline and confidence and effort, it was the trifecta of uh, attributes that defensive coordinator Kendrick Mullen talked about in the postgame huddle, and they executed as well as they needed to, particularly defensively. And Mm -hmm. this was a team in uh, Columbia City that had come in rushing for 250 yards per game. They're held under 100 yards rushing last night. They were able to move the ball but couldn't finish drives, and that's when New Haven would really kind of stiffen that defense they were able to consistently get penetration. Stratton Fuller did his thing, but mm. shut down the the rest of the wide receivers for Columbia City. And it was it was a lot of guys that maybe don't get the pub. It was Corinne Harris off defensively that was huge up front. It was Chris Stewart. Uh, it was um, uh, Alex Hofer as well at linebacker. It was Jamarcus Turner with a big catch on a third down that was eventually was the the go ahead drive, the game winning touchdown for New Haven. It was a it was a team effort for the Bulldogs last night and uh, it was very impressive and you kind of waited when it was Columbia City leading 7-6 throughout much of those middle quarters and waiting for Columbia City to to break out and, and have a big play but it was New Haven that kept everything in front of them 
It wasn't pretty, but it, they executed the way they needed to, and the result is a, a convincing win. And now at 6-0, and they are the lone undefeated left in the Northeast State. Yes, and for the New Haven defense to keep one of the most prolific offenses in uh, in northern Indiana this season in the Columbia City Eagles to seven points, and that being an acrobatic, I, I, I don't know what else to call it, uh, Justin, catch by uh, Stratton Fuller to uh, find the end zone. My goodness, um, this kid, if you haven't seen this play, uh, go to social media and uh, and look up the Stratton Fuller catch. My goodness, wow, what a catch. Yeah, it was phenomenal because he was being held the entire time. He was being held the entire time, and uh, he was able to get one hand on the football and bring it in for a touchdown. It's just tremendous. I mean, Stratton Fuller is as advertised. He was tremendous last night. He was the go-to receiver for Grayson Bradbury. He did a phenomenal job on Mylon Graham in the first half. Mylon Graham, of course, missed the second half with an ankle injury. We expect that not to be serious, and he should be good to go next week. But Stratton Fuller uh, was tremendous last night in all three facets of the game uh, in returning as well and punting, and he's one of the best players in, in the area regardless of class and showed it last night. Just Columbia City didn't have enough around Strat last night to pull out that win on the road. Another game we want to talk about in the NEA was Leo blanking Belmont 40 to nothing, holding Belmont to under 100 yards in total offense for the evening. Kyler Decker, senior quarterback for the Lions, 11 of 11, 153 yards and three touchdowns, uh, one each to Landon Hepner, Caden Hurst, and Brock Schott. And um, it was homecoming. And, and Belmont has now lost 18 in a row. It's obviously a program that is is still trying to find him, find itself uh, from from back, you know, in the glory days not all that long ago. Yeah, it's just it's, it's kind of been a struggle. And I talked about it with Southside is is just man, when when you fall on the hard times, it is tremendously difficult to dig yourself out, and and every win means a lot and that's why it was so good to see Southside get that win and it's so difficult to see some of these other teams struggle because man when you are at the bottom nobody's helping you uh pull yourself out of the bottom of the conference you know the coaches will say your opposing coaches will say all the right things but the last thing they want to see is you rise in the league because that means somebody's dropping and that could be that team that coach right so um, it can be extremely difficult. The, the, the big thing is just keep grinding in the vacation world. Everybody wants to win now. Everybody wants to play now. Everybody wants to hoist trophies and, and, and celebrate victories. And when they're not there, people love to look elsewhere. And that can be the difficulty in turning programs now nowadays is, is that instant gratification that everybody's seeking. We're talking this morning with Justin Kenny from the Caleb and Kenny Morning Show, Outside the Huddle.net, High School Football Coaches Show, OPS. The list goes on and on. And let's turn to the Allen County Athletic Conference. And I'm looking here. Let's see. Heritage and why don't they change the name of the Allen County, uh, the Allen County Athletic Conference? Because, to the best of my knowledge, Woodland and Heritage might be the only two Allen County teams. <laughs> I mean, Jay that County is, a, is, I mean, you know. a very interesting question. Yes, yes. Uh, just a thought, because we used to have a, a, a glut of Allen County teams in there. But anyway, uh, 
Now, taking a look at the games that were played last night, uh, everybody wants to talk about Adams Central, and of course they they just made quick work of the South Adams Starfires, forty-eight to nothing last night. Bluffton still remaining unbeaten, uh, beat Southern Wells fifty-six to three. Heritage gets. Uh, Gets a win after getting blanked by Adam Central the week before, beating LaPelle 28-14. But the team that is doing very well that nobody's maybe talking about, Jay County. Jay County with a 34-29 victory over the Woodland Warriors. A.J. Myers, five touchdowns on the night for the Patriots. And Jay County, they've already gotten Adam Central out of the way, lost 42-7, and they lost it to Bluffton in a closer game. Uh, than that, 19-7, to I think it was, in Week 5. And it was a, a very good win for Jay County. I believe the first time that Jay County has ever beaten Woodland in football. They'll go to South Adams and LaPel the next two weeks before taking on Heritage in the regular season finale. That's a tough three-game stretch now for Jay County. But congratulations to the Patriots going on the road to Woodburn getting a win. And you look at Adams Central, their most lopsided win in this series is history dating back uh, a long time, 70 first meeting last night. Now for the South Adams Starfires, they have the biggest overall win in this series. It was 49 points a couple decades back. But how about Bluffton, guys? They get the win yeah. over Southern Wells. They started, they went into last night number two in the AP poll. The number one team, Brownstown Central, lost. The number three team, LaVille, lost. I think we're going to be talking about the top-ranked number one team in 2A in the AP poll, fellas. To start the week, the Bluffton Tigers, as they'll prep for Heritage coming up next Friday. Let's put it this way, Justin. They better be number one. <laughs> if they get jumped by a 3-1-7 team somewhere in the top five, uh, yeah, anyway. But, uh, you know, Brett Kunkel will just say, hey, you know, oh, well, we just go out and play each week. So, uh, but, yeah, Bluffton, a 56-3 winner. Over Southern Wells, uh, keeping themselves perfect. And, of course, they got Heritage next week. Taking a look quickly, uh, Justin, at the NECC, West Noble um, is tested by Garrett somewhat, but still comes away with a 34-15 victory, 20 unanswered second-half points for the Chargers. Garrett, that defense is very stingy, and it's very young. A lot of sophomores and juniors on both sides of the football for Garrett, but West Noble gets it done. That running game has been uh, next to unstoppable through the first two-thirds of the regular season, and now it sets up a really intriguing matchup next week uh, at West Noble with Lakeland heading over to take on the Chargers and what will decide the big division, and a lot of people think it's the two best teams in the NECC. So congratulations to West Noble. Good job by Garrett. I think that's a team that nobody's going to want to play in the postseason uh, you look at, at the top teams in that sectional, like Heritage and Delta and Yorktown, and nobody's going to want to draw Garrett because of that defense. And it was another good showing by that defensive unit, but West Noble was just too much, and they uh, distanced themselves away from the Railroaders last night. Set up again that showdown coming up next week at West Noble between the Lakers and the Chargers. Yes, and one other game of note, uh, East Side. Now uh, 2-0 and in small division play, 4-2 and overall uh, over Prairie Heights, 49-13. to Prairie Heights now losers of eight, eight straight. So um, east side, and they head to Fremont next week. So in um, Fremont's 1-5 and overall, 0-2 in conference play. But, uh, but that is a small division conference game. So 
Thank you, Justin, for uh, taking a little time out of your uh, fathering duties this morning uh, and educating us on the lantern flies of uh, <laughs> North America. Uh, I'm scared right now, and just and and I just want to make sure that I can get in touch with Noah if I need to for a little bit of uh, expert advice on on how to deal. Just in case we see them, you said they're coming. They're in Pennsylvania. To, how are they getting here? I don't know if it's uh, via produce or via um, whatever exports coming from China, but, you know, we worry about inflation as adults and stuff like that. And, and meanwhile, the, the 13-year-olds are worrying about spotted lanternflies. So, okay, well, know. the CDC we, want us to wear masks. <laughs> no, I think we're safe not wearing masks. So Just maybe long sleeves, the, long pants. That's right. Just okay. keep your eye okay. out okay. for uh, the spotted lanternfly. All right, well. Thank you. In so many ways, thank you, Justin. Oh, I, no I, feel, problem, I feel safer already. Have a great week, Justin. Thank you. All right, guys. You too. All right. That was Justin Kenny uh, from Caleb and Kenny in the morning, outside the huddle.net. The high school football coaches show, OPS. The man does it all. Oh, my goodness. And before we go to break, uh, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. My goodness. Uh, we have a, a water softener from Culligan uh, out in our garage, and uh, we do the, we have them, we use the Culligan salt. They bring it out every couple of months, few bags, put it in there. They'll take a look at the system while they're there, and, uh, you know, if necessary, maybe run a little test on the water. But uh, my goodness, call Culligan today for and I, I hate to use a cliche, but for all your water needs, 4848668. That's 4848668. Train professionals at your service. Love Culligan. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to Talking Sports Power by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. Looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately? Think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. If you look Indiana's Sports Talk right here in Fort Wayne. Kenny in the morning at 7 a.m. Dan Patrick and the Herd with Colin Cowherd get you through the midday. Then back to Hoosier Sports Talk with Indiana Sports Beat at 3. Followed by the Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Find your favorite Fort Wayne sports hosts and interact with them now on Twitter at 1380thefan. On Facebook.com slash 1380thefan. Or go to 1380thefan.com and find Caleb and Ken. Indiana Sports Beat. Or Brett Rump's social media info. And start the conversation today. Do you know what makes you so special? You're unique. You're personal. 
personality, style, and your likes and dislikes. That's why Blade Man's Knife Shop is your knife shop. You need a knife as unique as you are, and Blade Man's has a huge in-stock inventory to connect you with the knife that will seem like it was custom-made just for you. Hi, this is Mark, the owner of Blade Man's Knife Shop, and I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to see the area's best selection of quality knives. We have Benchmade, Spyderco, Microtech, Protech, Pogue, Zero Tolerance, Medford Knife and Tool, ADV Tactical, Tour Knives, and many more. We also have a great selection of custom knives. Prefer to shop online? Check out our great selection on BladeMansKnifeShop.com. We pride ourselves on fast shipping, so check us out on BladeMansKnifeShop.com or stop by the store in the shops of Scout Road and have a cup of coffee on me. Be in the know and follow BladeMans on Facebook and Instagram today. And BladeMans offers a 10% discount for police and military. Check out the collection of Shun Knives, the finest in kitchen cutlery, plus get in-store services including blade sharpening. BladeMans Knife Shop on Illinois Road in the shops of Scott Road. Home insurance is not a commodity, and one size does not fit all. With higher home values, it's very important during storm season to do a review of the coverages you have in place to make sure you have adequate coverage to give you peace of mind when the weather threatens. Call Hoopy Insurance Services, a local company trusted for over 40 years. They work with multiple companies that can shop your insurance around for you, find the best possible rate with the coverages you need, plus advocate to be there for you when you have questions or claims. Certain companies are more competitive in certain circumstances, and they'll find the one that's right for you. Over the past several years, many of their clients have started a small business, growing from a hobby or side hustle into a full-blown business. Hoopy Insurance Services can help provide the proper coverage for your business, so contact them to find out how they can help you. Hoopy Insurance Services is committed to the community and encourages you to support locally owned businesses involved in sports sponsorships and community programs. Hoopy Insurance Services, our family serving your family for over 40 years. Online at hoopy-insurance.com. What's crack a in Indiana? Fred Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. And this September, I've got disco fever. So you can get a groovy deal on a stellar Mitsubishi you love. Here's the skinny. If your old ride's a bummer, bring it to me. And I'll help you drive a nifty new ride for just $7 down. Oh, suki suki. So even if you're still making payments on your current ride, I want to help you ditch it and boogie down on a car you love. Because right now you can drive for just $7 down. But Fred, what if my credit's a little funky? Don't worry, darling. My For the People credit approval process is out of sight. We've got good vibes with the banks and lenders who want to approve you. So ditch your old ride and drive something groovy for just $7 down. I'm Fred Grody and I'm a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum. See all my rides at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Peace out. Credit and $7 down required bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Example, stock number R3910. $7 down, 199 per month for 72 months at 7.99% APR. Offer absolutely expires September 30th, 2023. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Beautiful Saturday morning on tap. Little who bringing this back won't get fooled again. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message. We had a uh, a text that came in asking about an injury um, to a Leo player last night. I have no idea the extent or um, anything of that nature, and I, I, I hesitate to talk about injuries here on the show. Um, but uh, I know that, uh, yeah. I, I did see the play. So, <laughs> anyway, but uh, 
46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Uh, I will be from 2.30 to 5 today. I'm going to be at Promenade Park with PBS for Wayne. And it's the Clean Drains Initiative through the city of Fort Wayne. And uh, if you're down in the Promenade Park area, stop by our table. And uh, especially if you got kids and you can make a little water tornado. Um, pretty cool thing. And I think the mascot will be out there and everything. Um, so we'll have some fun from 2.30 to 5. It goes, uh, I think, from noon to 5. So um, that should be fun. Um, what are you doing today, Brandon? Big day. So coaching a little flag football after this with four to six-year-olds. And then is that why you're wearing the cowboy hat? That is it. And the sunglasses. I'm going Dion. Okay. Well, Coach Prime, I tell ya, we're no you longer know. coming. We here. <laughs> <laughs> and how old are your players? Four to six. And uh, nil deals for all of them already. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. The gur animals and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody uh, wants to drop off money bags, just come find me in Huntertown, and there we go. Yeah, we'll be happy to do that. And then off to South Bend. Go uh, check out the, uh, you know, a little bit of football game going on there with uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State. So taking my son up there, he's been obsessed. So last year he would watch college football with me. And on the way to daycare, we would listen to different college football songs, uh, fight songs. And he has become obsessed with the Notre Dame fight song. Now, I know it's a victory march. I know people are going to get upset. It's the victory march. However, he is obsessed with the Notre Dame fight song right now. And so I said, hey, you want to go see the band in person? Yeah, Dad, let's go. So that's what we're going to go to do today. And in my first Notre Dame game, my uncle told me, he says, well, we'll get there a little early and we'll watch the band form. And I thought, oh, okay, super. You know, This is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. To watch the band, the Notre Dame marching band, be inspected and nothing, nothing happens. Nobody marches until everything's perfect. If there's a loose button... Nobody marches. If there's a hair on the collar, nobody marches until this is his baton and boom. And I'll tell you what, you get you and then they roll through campus. Oh my goodness. And I didn't go to Notre Dame and you know, we've had some family in the area, but I don't really have any ties there. But it, that's what's so fun about college football is the pageantry and the tradition. Like yes. I'm fired up to go. If the Irish lose, I'll still be all right tomorrow. But it's just going to be a great day. I think it's just going to be a fun time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's of the age, your son's of the age, that he'll yep. remember this. I hope so. And yeah. it's just, yeah. Especially four for six, the money we're dropping. <laughs> True. <laughs> 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line, 46862. And don't forget, the Judge Phil Houck, America's foremost authority on uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish Football, Tim Priester, will give you Fighting Irish Preview uh, at 10 o'clock immediately following today's show, and uh, you can hear all about the preview of Notre Dame and Ohio State that takes place in South Bend tonight. So uh, don't you dare miss it right there. And uh, well, let's tell you what, let's go ahead and let's take a break, and uh, and then when we come back, let's talk to Mike McCaffrey. Uh, there's some, some coaching uh, uh, additions over there at the campus. Uh, the Cougar football team is on the road today. Soccer team is still rolling along. They're now 7-2. and two. Yeah, Let's talk to Mike about it. He's the expert. We'll talk to him when we come back. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. 
Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-413-6441. 800-413-6441. That's 800-413-6441. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up Autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Co-heating and air conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know, go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. Inasmuch Ministry has helped thousands of people over the years with food, clothing, financial assistance, bus passes, and more, all while sharing the love and hope of Jesus Christ. Support Inasmuch Ministry by registering for their only fundraising event, their annual golf scramble, September 30th at Chestnut Hills Golf Club. Registration and sponsorship information found at inasmuchfw.org or call 422-3498. Inasmuchfw.org. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. I, I, I've never interrupted a Rod Stewart song, especially a classic like Maggie Mae. But anyway, well, we have to. We only have an hour, so <laughs> we have to do that. And we have someone waiting on the Talking Sports phone line powered by Automotive Color and Supply and Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union. And that one is Mr. Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you, my friend? I am great this morning. And let's talk coaches because in the track and field realm, you have a new director who's been with the program and a new coach. Yeah, uh, finalized our staff up uh, last week. Um, obviously, we uh, Kyle Allison, who was with us for seven years, went to become an athletic director up at Ancilla College. Uh, so wished him uh, all the best. And obviously, that's a uh, progressive uh, career move for him. And then Brendan Moody, uh, who was our cross-country coach last year, uh, we named to the director position over both teams, cross-country and track and field, which meant we needed to go find a track and field coach with Coach Moody's uh, focus being the distance side. So Chris Hart, uh, who helped us out last year, uh, was a former coach at PFW, um, ran over in Ohio, um, and that's kind of where Coach Moody knew him from. He's an Ohio guy. 
Uh, so kind of had that connection to bring him in last year and then with the opening for the track and field coach this year. Um, you know, one, the, the timing. Obviously, we wanted someone that's familiar with our program as we're you know, already into the season pretty much. We're into the cross-country season, but track hasn't started yet. Um, had some great resumes, some great people apply, but uh, Coach Moody felt that uh, Chris was the guy to, to help lead up that part of the program. So we're thrilled to have him, excited. Uh, he's been on campus working and recruiting, and uh, he's going to be out there trying to uh, build up our sprints programs a little bit more, and that's what we worked with last year and ended up doing a great job with Mariah Maley and some of our other uh, shorter uh, sprinters. So, yeah, we're, no, we're excited for Chris and then to have Dr. Moody heading up the program. I think with the two of them, we're, we're going to continue to, to kind of see this program go in the direction that it has the last few years. Mike, from your desk, what does it take in in – the search for a a new coach and and what are some of the i guess logistical uh things that must be adhered to in uh in selecting one yeah so the first thing is you know you want to make sure you get the job posting out where people are going to see it Uh, Mm. you can't hope that they're going to stumble into your website uh and 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 know that you have an opening so you know we used ncaa.com we used naia.org we use a bunch of career uh, job sites, track U.S. track and field, had a job board. So we just want to make sure we get it out everywhere. Um, and then obviously you work through HR. You have to interview so many people. You have to have them on campus. Uh, fortunately, with Chris already having worked for us last year, there was some of the steps that we didn't have to necessarily uh, jump through as far as keeping it posted for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, once an internal candidate kind of emerges, then you can, I don't want to say cut some corners, but you can kind of move through the process a little bit quicker if they are internal. So sure. uh, we were thrilled to get them. And then I uh, got another coach getting ready to get announced this coming week. When we announced we're officially going men's and women's bowling for 2024 and oh. hired a local guy named Jeff Brown to head up that. So we'll have another kind of coach announcement next week. So it's been a, been a, I've been working a little bit with HR lately, which isn't always the funnest part of your job, but to get some new team members on board and start to build up some of these things, it's exciting. And, We've had a pretty good track record with our coaches, I think. So uh, I don't think Chris or, or Jeff are going to be any different. Now, when will men's and women's bowling uh, get started? We'll start fall 24. So we okay. hired uh, Coach Brown now so that he can recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be ready to compete in the Crossroads League uh, this time next year. So it's a winter sport, so it'll be kicking off. I think they start in November, December. Uh, but this will give us a almost a year to recruit for those teams, men's and women's, and it's a crossroads league sport now. So that was one that we wanted to, to get in, get on board and uh, just a local uh, professional bowler. He's connected with all of the guys here. We're working with MVP lanes up on uh, Coliseum and Lake. Um, AJ, the owner up there has been great through this process and he's going to help us out and get this thing kind of launched the right way. So yeah, excited for, for Chris. And then uh, this week we'll announce uh, Jeff as our new bowling coach as well. Now, what will that make as far as how many teams you have, both on the men's and women's side, that are under your direction? Uh, I think we'll be up to 20 uh, at this point now. Uh, once we add men's and women's bowling, we're at 18. Uh, so these two will, will get us to 20, still have competitive cheer and, and eSports, and then volleyball, football being uh, gender only, and then the rest we play men and women, so basketball, mm-hmm. soccer, baseball, softball, uh, tennis, golf, all those good things. So. Yeah, we'll be up to, to 20 now, and uh, I, don't, I don't know what the next one will be at this point. We've got some uh, infrastructure things we would probably need to add before we go add more sports. And, you know, for us, 
we like kind of where we're at. And then if there's an opportunity to add a sport and to grow our enrollment, then we will do that. But right now I know there's a lot of focus on our campus of kind of growing other programs, kind of getting outside of athletics, driving the enrollment and trying to find some other areas where we can grow, whether that's online, graduate programs, uh, building off our obviously super successful health sciences and things like that. So we're going to kind of, you know, take our opportunities where we can, but as obviously you've seen, we're not out there just adding a bunch of sports just to do it. We want to make sure that we're giving the kids the right experience. You know, pickleball is a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm hearing about it. It's, <laughs> it's growing, but I don't, I still, I'm, I'm not a big pickleball guy. I got to be honest. It's okay. just a weird sport for me to try to get behind. <laughs> it's like, you know, to take tennis and just close down a little bit and reduce the room you can run. And I, I don't know. I'm, I've seen it. I've played it once or twice. There was a place in Kansas City when we go to the NAI meetings called Chicken and Pickle, and that was five years ago, I think. It was the first time I ever saw pickleball. It's this big outdoor pickleball and, and kind of entertainment complex, and that was the first time I'd ever seen it, and now obviously it's everywhere. Um, but I, I don't see uh, – we, we would probably want to take care of our tennis program before I went to the <laughs> pickleball uh, realm. Yeah, the first time I played pickleball, I got schooled by – a female named Edna, who was 78 years young with a wingspan like you wouldn't believe and forearm to wrist that was just lightning fast. And the ball, I, I never saw the ball fly past me, just a, a little yellow blur. But, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, I think outdoor activity, fantastic, looks fun. Making it competitive and making it a sport and all these like on ESPN now, I just I can't get into it yet. Maybe someday, but not yet. Well, and and I know some of the some of the tennis players that are turning to pickleball. You know, Ryan Kearns from Fort Wayne is probably one of the best uh, pickleball players. I guess probably rated in the country, and uh, you know he's uh, he's quite the advocate of it. And uh, my goodness, you know, but to me, pickleball is like playing on a giant ping pong table, except you're standing on the table and, right. you know, but, uh, and, and yeah, and my dexterity isn't much. I probably need to give Ryan a call and maybe get some lessons. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, football team on the road today at St. Yep. Ambrose. Yeah. Davenport, Iowa is usually our, uh, one of our longest trips of the season when we have to go out there. Um, nice to get a week off last week after the first two and hopefully regroup, um, we've still got eight games ahead of us. We've got, you know, ranked teams, two top five teams still on our schedule. The two teams we've lost to, St. X and St. Francis, Illinois, they're both ranked in the top 20. Um, so still have everything kind of in front of us. We can start to put it together, but we've got to start it today. 0-3 uh, obviously is not going to get us where we want to be at the end of the season. But, again, get that kind of week off. May have been good to have that bye week, week three for us to – to get some things organized inside internally and then you know sometimes it's better to go on a nice long road trip when you're uh, trying to, to get your minds right and trying to bounce back uh, from some disappointment early on so hopefully that's what this is a nice trip get the guys away from uh, kind of the residence halls and Fort Wayne and let them just focus on football and hopefully come out at two o'clock today our time and put on a good show and then uh, get ready for in a couple weeks we got two road games and then we come back for the four out of five week gauntlet but uh Right now, I'm going to sit back. We've got women's soccer at home at 2. We've got women's volleyball home at 4. Uh, we've got tennis at 3. Football will be on the air at 2 o'clock from where they are. And then men's soccer is down at Taylor. We start the Crossroads League season today for soccer, so that's exciting. Now it's 
all the work you put in in the non-conference and the kind of the early preseason, now you get into conference play where everything matters, and now if you can rattle off some wins, you can put yourself in a pretty good position. So excited to kick that off, and uh, obviously volleyball against uh, Marion over at Hutzel today. So it's a, a busy day and, and one where hopefully we can get a couple W's. Mike, thank you for joining us as you do each and every Saturday during the St. Francis Athletic Seasons. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next Saturday. I appreciate it, Jim. Have a great weekend. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We're going to go ahead and take a break and come back with more. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Football is back, and so is 1380 The Fan's Pigskin Picks. Pick every game every week to play for weekly prizes. Plus, the overall leader at the end of the season will win tickets to the Colts' 2024 home opener. Sign up at 1380thefan.com or by texting pigskin to 46862. Only on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Many of you are aware of Hoopy Insurance Services' loyalty and support for local sports and youth leagues. But did you realize the Hoopy Commit Stellhorn Road between Maplecrest and Lehmeyer is the Hoopy Fieldhouse, a great facility for indoor practices when Mother Nature is having a bad day. With 6,500 square feet of artificial surface, it's perfect for baseball, softball, soccer, and football. For a team, a league, or even a small group, the Hoopy Fieldhouse is available at just $50 an hour. Pitching, fielding, hitting, and it's the ideal spot when you can't take a chance on the weather like tryouts or pregame prep. Youth football, little leagues, youth soccer. The Hoopy Fieldhouse can be your indoor practice home. Join now at just $50 an hour and get your times booked before it's too late. The Hoopy Fieldhouse, owned and managed by Hoopy Insurance Services. Get info and book times at hoopyfieldhouse.com. That's hoopy, H-U-P-E, fieldhouse.com. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Caleb Hatch. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties, and put them right into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there's no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again, walking, hiking, playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. 260-333-9383. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple, heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD, and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? 
To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Wild Mice. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Major League Baseball. Last night, the Tigers were beaten by the Oakland A's 8-2. Zach McKinstry didn't play last night in the loss of the A's. He's hitting 226 through... uh, 440-plus at-bats this season. Eight homers, 16 stolen bases, 32 RBI. And once again, has played seven of the nine positions. Plus, he's also DH'd. Kevin Kiermeyer came into the game against uh, Tampa Bay in the late innings uh, as a defensive replacement in center field. Kiermeyer lures grad, hitting 270 this season, six triples, eight home runs, 35 RBI, 30, 13 stolen bases, and six outfield assists. Heritage grad Andrew Salfrank threw seven major league appearances with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Salfrank has thrown seven and two-thirds innings, given up no earned runs, six hits, issued zero bases on ball, struck out three. He's got a whip. That's walks and hits versus innings pitched of 1.17, which is outstanding to go along with that 0.00 ERA. And if you play fantasy baseball, you know what a whip is. Uh in college football last night, Purdue fell to Wisconsin in Big Ten football, 38-17. to That's the 17th straight loss to the Badgers. And uh, I'm going to turn to Brandon now and his podcast, Facts Over Fandom, because his topic this week is one I want to talk about. What are you talking about in Facts Over Fandom, Brandon? Fans, fights, and football. So last week... And I was surprised how affected by this. Maybe it's because I'm a dad now. But there was a story of the guy at the Patriots game was a New England Patriots fan. He got into a, a fight. Well, I don't even know if it was a fight. There was certainly an altercation. Right. And Dolphins fan ends up hitting him once, and he just slumps down and ends up passing away. Now, Massachusetts State Police said he died from a medical event, so we can't necessarily say, okay, he died from the punch. But I think reasonable people could probably say that the punch precipitated maybe what that medical event would be, and then the guy passes away. 30-year ticket holder with the Patriots, and he's there with his son. Now, I'm assuming his son was probably a little bit older, being somebody who's been a 30-year ticket holder, and he's in his 50s. But still, I just can't imagine going to a game, getting into a fight, with especially with the amount of money that you have to pay to go, but I'm just a little bit of a tightwad, but getting into a fight and, and your son being right there and mm-hmm. witnessing all that. So I just took a look at, you know, what's the problem? What are the causes? What are some solutions? And there was a survey done this past month. Now, it was an online survey, and it wasn't scientific, which might only resonate with kind of a, an academic nerd like me, but, you know, about half of fans have seen, or, or what was interesting, uh, over half of fans have seen, violence in or around a stadium at an NFL game. And then the same percentage or, or maybe even a higher percentage, like men would not leave their wives or, or significant other alone mm-hmm. at a game by themselves. Um, women don't feel comfortable at a game by themselves. And overwhelmingly, parents would not send their minor children, in that, that would be 18, under 18, to a game by themselves. And that's even at their home field stadium, yeah. the team that they like the most. So a um, lot of factors that go into it. Obviously, alcohol being the number one factor. Sure. Um, later kickoffs, interdivisional games, rivalry games. There's also a sense at home games, you're around people almost like a support cocoon, and you feel a little bit more emboldened. Like 
you and I, pretty laid yeah. back, easy going guys. I don't think you'd ever see us, you know, throwing blows on a sidewalk here in Fort <laughs> Wayne. Uh, but when you get into a stadium and you're around other people, especially if you've been drinking, all of a sudden there's this reversal theory where your your mindset changes mm-hmm. and your actions change. And you can just kind of flip on a dime. And, and if you see violence on the field or the, the ump makes a bad call, watch out. Yeah. Well, let, let's say if you go to a, a, a Comet game against mm-hmm. Toledo. Yep. And, and Comets in Toledo, always a great draw. And you've got those little pockets of Toledo walleye fan who are loud. They're boisterous. And they they push buttons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, it can lead, like you said, someone who's, let's say, maybe mild and unassuming, trigger them because they're defending their team. And, and it just, it's, to me, the, the people that get so worked up over a game, I don't, and, and I'm, I'm as competitive as the next guy. Absolutely. And, and I'm, you know, at my age, I've seen a lot of, lot of sports over the years, but I'm also realistic enough to know that as I'm sitting there spectating, whether it's in person on, you know, at home on TV, there's not a thing I can do to help this team. Not a thing to help this. So I have to sit back and watch this unfold and try to maintain just a little bit of decorum. You know, I can remember when Notre Dame won their national championship under Lou Holtz back in the late 80s. You know, when the Rocket would, uh, Rakib Ismail would would return a kick. You know, I was running in my family room. I was running down the field with him. And, And I was, you know, I was... Oh, my gosh, I would set my blue and gold illustrated out on the coffee table. The rest of the family would kind of leave and leave me alone to do that at times on big games. But I was invested. I felt invested in that. But yet I never wanted to knock somebody out because they were they were with the opponent. I don't know. Well, you know, it's fine to be a fan. And sports are fun. I think there's so many great things that come out of sport. And I think, by and large, you can go to a game and they're safe. Mm -hmm. You know, these are kind of isolated events to a certain extent. I think the problem becomes when your identity is now taken on by the team, kind of what you were just getting after. There's no control. There's nothing you can do, right? But your self-identity or your self-worth is wrapped up in that team to the point where you've kind of put yourself on that team. And... Somebody makes a slide against it. It's like somebody making a slide against your mama. Yeah. And that's when it goes a little bit too far. And if you go into a stadium as the visitor and you're wearing your team's colors, Mm -hmm. that is attention attracting. And and you are kind of sort of setting yourself as, as much as you are representing your team, you're setting yourself up for a lot of, uh, uh, grief a lot of uh comments and things of this nature uh i don't want to say bullying but who knows but still uh but that that happens a lot you know got a friend of mine that uh big niners fan went to pittsburgh and i mean he's decked out from head to toe and uh, you know (laughs) i didn't know they had you know niners underwear and and niners (laughs) socks and uh, things like that but uh he says they do, but anyway. Well, if the NFL can sell them, well, that's true. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's just incredible uh, everything that goes on, and do we have to sports? 
Brandon, answer this for me. Aren't sports supposed to be a diversion from from the, the old, hard, real life that we live through? And, and we just kind of aren't sports for our recreation and... I think maybe the elites would say sports are an opiate in the masses, which I would definitely not, I would not agree with that. But I think it's a great way to build community and camaraderie it is. and bring it, people yes. together. And yes. that's what I see about the great thing about sports. And we're going to have rivalries. It's just part of it. Um, but I think reasonable people can understand there's a line to be drawn on that. And you go beyond that, you know, you're not doing anybody any good. Yeah. But I think for the most part, sports are fantastic. I love well, and you mentioned the Patriots-Dolphins game in, in which the, the gentleman was punched at a medical event and passed. You know, look at Dodgers-Giants. Mm. Uh, that That is, uh, you talk about a rivalry. You had people die in the parking lot. Yes, yes. And so, I mean, it's you you shouldn't go to a, a, a game or a sporting event and not return. No, but not at all. Anyway. Four six eight six two. Just a couple minutes left in the show, but a uh, couple minutes left for you to make uh, your opinions known. Four six eight six two. Put TS in front of your message, if you will, please. And uh, yeah, let's take a look at uh, Fort Wayne sports history. Uh, on this date, September twenty third, nineteen forty five, the Zollner Pistons win their first world softball title. Also in nineteen ninety five, Avila Speedway closes. And in 1981, the Fort Wayne Tennis Hall of Fame is started. And this is all from the book Fort Wayne Sports History by Blake Sebring. And uh, it's amazing. And I wonder if he's going to update it. Oh, or telling. Oh, well. Uh, just checking, Blake, just in case you're listening. But um, that's what's going on in the world of local sports. And uh, that's going to about do it for talking sports for a Saturday, September 23rd. Thanks so much to Justin Kenny for joining us this morning and uh, recapping week six of the high school football season. Thanks to Mike McCaffrey for joining us as well for our weekly Cougar chat. Thanks for the texts that come in. Thanks to Brandon Pagorski for keeping it all smooth. And uh, don't forget facts over fandom his podcast. Uh, excellent. If you have the opportunity uh, always uh, thought-provoking topics and uh, things that you want to know and be part of. But that's going to do it for Talking Sports. So until next week, have a great week, everybody. Oh, at Taco Bell, we like to keep mornings simple because before 11 a.m., you're not down for whatever. No. You're not interested in trying new things. No. You want a breakfast that's toned down and delicious, like the breakfast crunch wrap with fluffy eggs, sausage, melty cheese, and a crispy hash brown in a grilled tortilla. I want to eat that. See? You may not be a morning person, but it's morning, and you're a person. Taco Bell breakfast, served until 11 a.m. At participating Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only while supplies last. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil Nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com.
Use is directed. Keep out of reach of children. Your home is probably your favorite place and probably one of your biggest investments. So why should you as a homeowner consider an insulation upgrade? Most homes are under-insulated. Why is that a problem? Poor insulation allows heat in your attic to get into your home and cost you more to stay cool. It's time you discover Koala Insulation, simply one of the smartest home improvement projects you can do. So go online and book your appointment for a free insulation evaluation. Online at Koala... Podcasts by Federated Media.